Welcome to Freedom Now with Peter Asanful. Freedom Now is brought to you by the Spirit Life People, a ministry that focuses on teaching you how to live and walk in the Spirit so that you can manifest Christ's freedom in your life. It is our prayer that you shall be transformed as you receive the word from the Lord today. And now, here's your host, Peter Asanful. And as we be seated in heavenly places, we give God the glory, give God the praise. We give Him the honor for what He continues to do in our lives. Our motivation is who we have become in Christ. Our motivation is what we possess in Christ. Our motivation is the many tools and resources and the power, authority, and dominion that God, our Father, has bestowed upon us so that we can deal with the opposer on our journey. God knows that we are journeying, right? He knows we are going somewhere. And he's not ignorant. He knows that there will be somebody along the way who will oppose us. And in that opposition, he didn't leave us as orphans. He gave us the right tools to deal with the one that is opposing. Yeah. This said the adversary opposes us, you, that he will always come and oppose us. But he is not our motivation. The point is this. Your mind must be made up. You must be convinced after today's meeting that as you walk out from here, nothing can stop you unless you stop yourself. Unless you decide that I'm not going to reach out to the great things again. Unless you decide I'm not going to reach out to the other side again. Unless you decide that I am not going to move forward again. Unless you decide that nothing good can come out of it. But if you make up your mind that no matter what the devil brings my way, I have the power and authority to go to the next level. And I'm telling you, it doesn't matter the demonic host. Even let the entire kingdom of darkness come and make their home in your house. They cannot stop you. It doesn't see when you go into the dark forest, it doesn't take you know some kind of light to so you even a match, a small light like sparking a match, can provide light <laughs> for you to walk through the thickest of darkness. Are you here with me, somebody? So it's not how thick the darkness is. But the point is, how ready are you to shine your light? Uh am I am I talking to someone right now? It's not about, oh, the, hey, Abon Sam, who had the, oh, hey, Abon Sam, he's there. But how ready are you to also show the devil that you to you day? <laughs> how ready? Ask your neighbor, how ready are you? How ready? How ready? How ready? The point is not how powerful the devil is. It doesn't matter how powerful. Ah, come on. The devil was so powerful. What is his power? His greatest power is to kill. All that the devil can do, the ultimate and the most powerful thing he can do is to kill. And what is the power of God? To give life. Which one do you prefer? What did Jesus say? Jesus said to, the, to the, his disciples, he said, don't be afraid of the one whom after killing the, what, the body cannot kill the spirit or cannot cast the spirit into what? Condemnation. But be afraid of the one, even after the body is killed, he has the power to cast the spirit into what? The lake of fire. This is the level we are talking about. All that the devil can do is to kill your body. But he cannot kill your spirit. Are you here with me? He cannot kill your spirit. And we have the power to bring the body back to life. We have it. And it's for you to know who you are in Christ. Many Christians don't know who they are. They don't know. So they hear anything they hear, they believe. Because they don't know who they are. I don't care. I've had, I've had somebody come and tell me that, Oh, man of God, I had a dream. I had a dream that, you know, your life... How did I say to him? I said, thank you. That's what I said. I said, thank you. Now, I, was he expecting me to be afraid? Now, I thought probably that's what he wanted me. Also, I said thank you. I think that's not the answer he wanted. Maybe he had wanted me to say, Charlie, and you're in trouble fasting me. 
Yekta fasting, one week, two weeks. No, 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 no. No way. What well, you see, one of those days, you know there are, there are some people who are gonna I've heard it before once. I don't know whether it's still happening. There are some people who come on radio, they come and tell you the meanings of dreams. And some of the dreams, the meaning, when you hear them, you can be very scared. Yes. There are some things you take action. But when you know who you are, there are some things you will not you know you will not do things out of fear. You will not do things out of compulsion. You will do things from the place of authority. You know why? You see, you know why no matter what is going on in the church, people not coming to church. You know why it doesn't move me? No matter what, we are mega church. Uh, you are not here with me. <laughs> I said, no matter what, that 120,000 sit on the table, we shall build it. You see, I say it now. When we build it, you will know that I've been saying it even when 10, 50 people have been coming to church. Nothing. You see, I don't live by sight. I live by faith. You must live by what you believe. You must live by what you are convinced. But when you know who you are, you know that I'm going somewhere. I possess power. Say I possess power. We're going to look at some really some good stuff. But I wanted to start from Ephesians 4. My phone that has my note is misbehaving. So a lot of the things is going to come from my mind. It's not, I don't know. It's not stable. It, I, Ephesians chapter number 4. We read from verse 17. Ephesians chapter number 4. Verse number 17. This I say, therefore, and testify in the law, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles they walk. An important verse you should underline in your Bible. Don't walk like the way everybody is walking in this world. Look at her. In the futility of their mind. Can someone give me a different translation? Like Amplified. I want someone to open Amplified. And please open New Living Translation. NLT. Another person to also open NLT. I made our open amplified. Perfect game. Open NLT. NLT. Do you have NLT? Alright. Have you found it? Amplified. AMPC. AMPC. Are you using Bible Gateway? Please bring it. Good. New Living Translation. Bring yours as well. I'm reading the, the New Living Translation right now. With the Lord's authority, I say this. Live no longer as the Gentiles do. <laughs> oh my God, I love the NLT. It says, for they are hopeless. <laughs> hopeless. They are hopelessly confused. Can you imagine? <laughs> I love this. He said, don't live like the way the people of this world. Don't live like them. For they are hopelessly confused. Their minds are full of darkness. They wander far from the life God gives because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against him. Is this not beautiful? They are <laughs> they are hopelessly confused. <laughs> Ask your neighbor, are you hopelessly confused? <laughs> wow, what a translation. So you see, if you, who is born again, you are listening to advice from people who are not born again. That's to just tell who you are. You are listening to those who are hopelessly confused. <laughs> and they are advising you. And you believe them. 
Amplified. For this I say and so solemnly affirm together with the Lord as in his presence that you must no longer live as the unbelieving Gentiles live. Yeah, he also, they also use the futility of the mind. But the new living is so powerful. I, I, I remember I've read it. I've read it there before. That's why I wanted to read from the new living translation. Amen. In the futility of their mind. New King James. Having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who being past, who being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust. And let's all read verse 23 together. One to go. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Amen. It's so powerful. How are you going to be renewed? In the spirit of your mind. So realize that the mind plays an important role in our work with God. Amen. There are many people who are born again. They have been born again to today, but their attitude, their conduct. You know there are some people, they say we should not talk about conduct. It's not here in the Bible. The way we behave, our conduct, our behavior, our attitude. He said it should not be in the futility of our mind. Like the way the unbelieving Gentiles, they behave. How are you going to walk like that if you don't know who you are? It takes you knowing who you are in Christ. To not have a renewed mind. The new man, you, the new person you are in Christ, how is it going to develop? In the newness of mind, according to the new mind that God has given you. Praise the Lord, somebody. Are you here with me? So, knowing identity in Christ will help us hear better from God. Now, I know who I am in Christ. So when I hear God telling me something, I know this is my father's speaking. You know, there are some people who believe that, yeah, oh, the sickness that they have, oh, it's going to kill them. It's going to, but they don't know that they have the power to be healed. The way you are thinking right now is so important in manifesting the glory of God in your life. The way you are thinking is so important in proving that you are born again. You know, you don't prove that you're a Christian by just quoting scriptures. It doesn't mean anything if you quote scriptures. Have you, for, have you forgotten what even James said in, in the book of James? He said, you believe that there's one God. You have done well. Even demons. Demons also believe there's only one God. And they say, so you believing that there's only one God, it's nothing. Even demons, they believe like that. They believe that there's one God, one God. So if demons believe that there's one God, right, then you believing that there's one God is not a good enough yastic to judge that you are born again. I'm convinced that this, this life, this eternal life we have, is what the world has been crying for. But you and I, we have in Christ. And I'm convinced that we can prove that we have this life. Are you here with me? What my goal after today's teaching is this. That you live here with one resolve. That when you live here, you are going out there in the world to prove that you are born again. That's my goal today. Because a lot of Christians are living 
presumptuous life. And why do I say presumptuous life? They are assuming that they are born again without even proving that they are born again. Come on, you didn't hear what I just said. Many Christians are sitting in church right now, this morning. They are assuming that they are born again without even proving that they are born again. And how, and how do they want to prove that they are born again? Their proof of being born again is that they have come to church. Is that they pray? Come on. You can do better than that. In your everyday walk, in your every second thought, in your everyday actions, wherever you go, what is the state of your mind? How are you living your life? What are the voices you hear and you believe? What are you working with? How are you communicating your new nature that you have in Christ? This is what is going to prove that you are born again. I, I'm not born again because I go to church. I'm not born again because I quote scriptures. Anybody at all can quote scriptures. In fact, there are many people who can quote scriptures today, but they are not born again. I went to bed last night thinking that, Lord, there's so much that you can do in me that I have not even done yet. And I, I went to bed last night with one resolve. I said, Father, from last night, I want to live a life that actually proves that I'm born again. It's not, an, it's not just talking that. It's not just telling, oh, oh, right, I'm born again. No, what shows you are born again? <laughs> now that is a level we are because until you accept the challenge okay to manifest your godly credentials that you are born again you are not yet living you are not yet living the life and there are many many Christians like that they are comfortable to go to church they are comfortable to whatever but the life they live in their homes does not agree with the nature they have they are full of the works of the flesh and not the works of the spirit. They are taught. They are hopelessly confused in their mind. They don't know what they are about. Am I in the world? Am I in Christ? Am I a human being? Am I a spiritual being? They have no idea who they are. So they accept anything. The devil comes, is, I'm sick because I'm sick. No, 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 no. You don't allow those things to define you. Let me tell you something. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Do you know the kind of life we have? Let me paint a very vivid picture. The human life is that life that when it is needing something, have to work it out. Whatever you need, you need to have it. You need to go get it. You need to work for it. Especially after sin came. Anything you need, you have to go get it. Now this is eternal life. Eternal life is that life that whatever you need, you already have it. And that, look at God. When God wanted to have a world in order, he brought it out of himself. Eternal life is that life that whatever you ever need, you can bring it out. You can, you can create it. You can make it happen. Oh, are you here with me, church? Whatever you need, whatever you want to see, whatever you want to see, in your life, whatever you want to have, you are having that life that you can bring it to pass. You can speak it out. You can create it. You can manifest it. You can, you can, it, you don't have to, look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. I was thinking about this thing early this morning. Jesus needed money. He brought the money out of the words he spoke in the mouth of a fish. 
At some point, he even needed a donkey to sit on to enter into Jerusalem. He sent his disciples to go and get it from somebody. He commanded the wind to calm down. How was he able to do that? It's because of the life. You see, let me tell you something. If you are not, if you are not somebody who works signs and wonders, if you don't understand that, that power bit of God, you might think that this is not real. But the life, eternal life, is inherently powerful. It's inherently full of signs and wonders. That signs and wonders is part of that life for you to understand. And that is why Jesus said in Mark 16 that those who believe and they are saved and become born again, these signs will follow them. Because eternal life is the life of signs and wonders. It is an unusual life. Come on, somebody. It is an unusual life. It is, it is a life that you will not find it commonly available in this world. It is usual for people to be sick. It is unusual for people to go through certain things in eternal life. Because you need to understand that this life that I have is a life that I cannot stop until I decide to stop myself. Come on, come on, come on. And that is why when you are hearing certain voices, certain voices are telling you, are telling, it is, you are finished. Nothing good will come out of you. It will not be well with you. And you believe those voices. Then you don't know who you are. A prophet, a prophet of God, Agapus, I'll never forget that story. He saw, he met Paul, took Paul's clothing, and said, the one that I'm holding his bed when he goes to Jerusalem, he'll be arrested. He'll be killed. Uh, no, he said he'll be arrested, he'll be imprisoned, and said all those things. And then, what did the Ephesians, Ephesians like? They were like, please, Paul, don't go. When you go, you are arrested. They'll put you in jail. Please don't go. Paul said, Prophet, I know you're a prophet. I thank God for that. But you know what? I'm not only ready to go to jail, but I'm even ready to die for the sake of Christ. What would make, what would give Paul the impetus to have such boldness if he didn't know who he was? He was not just ready to go to jail. He was ready to even die. To the extent that Paul's ministry became more famous when he was in prison than when he was even traveling. This is the life of eternity. You see, look, Joseph in the Old Testament. The Bible says he had the Spirit of God. When the Spirit of God was with Joseph, even in the prison, he became famous. Now you're not getting what I'm saying. See, you don't need big exposure becomes famous. What you need is the big Holy Spirit. <laughs> and the rest will be useful. I said, what you need is a big Holy Spirit. If you want to be a big woman in this world, you need a big spirit, and that's the Holy Spirit. If you want to be a big person in this world, you need the Holy Spirit. You don't need you don't need you don't need some connections. You don't need some networks. All you need is the Holy Spirit. And the word will come useful for you. Uh, John the Baptist was in the desert. He was in the wilderness. But he traveled and they went to search for him. From today, I declare over your life. Nothing can hide your glory. Nothing can hide your sign. You cannot be hidden. You cannot be hidden. You cannot be hidden. From today, anywhere you are, people shall find you. They shall locate you. They shall come to your glory. They can say that they will come to your wisdom in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. King Sheba traveled to go and look for Solomon. How is that possible? The spirit of the Lord was upon him. But he gave him the wisdom from above. This is the life we have. Please, leave this church meeting today with one resolution in your heart and mind. From today, everything that God says I am, I am. Master, leave church here today with this thought in your mind. I am going out into this world and I'm the next billionaire. And I'm the next ex-seeker and mover and seeker. Lifted this morning today. 
and say, with the life that I have in Christ, I am going to dominate everywhere I find myself. Literature today and go with the mentality. When I go, I am turning every negativity around. Literature this morning and go and say from today, I shall not die. I will live and I'll declare the glory of God. Literature this morning today and go and say me, I will never ever be poor again. Literature this morning today and go and say from today, I will always be on top. Nothing can bring me down. I will never fail. I will never fail. I will never fail. Live church this morning with this mindset. Too many Christians don't know who they are. So all that they hear, oh, the economy is hard. The economy can be hard. They can sell petrol one liter, hundred cities, we'll still fill our tank. You, they, you didn't, I said, let them sell fuel, hundred cities, one liter. We will still buy it and fill our tank. We will still drive our four by four with air conditioning on. We will still build. Oh, you are not here with me. You are not here. I said, we will still build. We will still set up the companies. We will still be employing. When people are laying people off, we will be employing. We will be paying the best salaries in the country. We will be employing the best graduates in the country. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say the economy. Say, say the economy does not affect my pocket. The economy does not affect my pocket. I prosper in the midst of economic challenges. I prosper in the midst of economic challenges. In the mighty name of Jesus. This is the mindset you must go. This is the life I carry. When God came, He saw darkness. He didn't say, Hey, the world is dark. What am I going to do? No, 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 no. What did he see? What did he say? He said, Let there be light. Where was the light? He was carrying light. He is light. He is light. You don't meet the problem and say, Hey, what am I going to do about this? The moment you say that, you have defeated yourself. He thought you don't know who you are. As soon as you saw the problem, you will laugh. <laughs> you will laugh. You say, You today are. Like the Egyptian I see today, I see you no more. The financial struggle that want to pop up, I see you no more. This sickness and disease, I see you no more. These symptoms, I see you no more. This problem, I see you no more. This marital challenge, I see you no more. I see you no more. In the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. Must bow. Know who you are. I am not the Peter I was before I got born again. The Peter that, in fact, I told you some time ago, maybe you forgot it. Those days, I, I used to have the thought that if I think about anything positively enough, it will become negative. Yes, I grew up thinking like that. That was my mentality. So if I want, let's say if I want money, I ended up, that was how bad it was. I ended up, I'll go, maybe if I'm going to buy, I'll say, oh, I don't have money. I don't have money, I don't have money. And then, somewhere, somehow, somebody will give me money. So this thing was going on. It was my, my secret thing. Nobody knew. So if I wanted something, I have to think negative. Look at how the devil was deceiving me. And I thought, because whenever I thought negative, I ended up getting a positive result. The moment I thought positive, that thing just, so I said, no. I've been heard before that some people even tell you, hey, and come what your papa will, and can now come upon some or best hello. And I want to do that. You see how the devil is deceiving people. Meanwhile, what did, what, what did God say? He said, Open your mouth wide, and I will feel it. Let me tell you, eternal life, the way you reveal it is to speak. If you don't speak your life, it will never come to pass. Anything you speak, the devil cannot stop it. Ah, you are not in touch with me. I said, whatever you speak out of eternal life, the devil cannot stop it. I said, that they say, unless you do not speak in the name of Jesus, unless the devil cannot speak words that you speak out of the life. That's why I keep telling you. This church will be a mega church. That's why I love what we're praying. Everywhere in this world, the message of eternal life is written there. I am so convinced. It is this message that will transform people. 
when people understand this life, they will never be afraid of the devil any second of their life. I, I don't care. The, the, the doctor can tell you, I have diagnosed you with whatever, whatever. You leave that clinic that morning and say, devil, you are out of my system. If Jesus can heal the sick, what can you not heal? If Jesus can bless somebody, who can you not bless? If Jesus can raise the dead, who can you not raise from the dead? This is the truth of our lives. The problem is that many Christians don't know the life they have. But today you know. Say, I know the life I have. I'm telling you. Don't, don't waste your time on, on people who are being manipulated by the devil. Hey, hey, a lot of those people who try to insult you and do what, they are manipulated by the devil. Sometimes you realize that, Sublime or then they did not. It is contrary to eternal life. You know this one. The devil is manipulating the devil. So what do you do? Like Jesus did. Satan, get thee behind me. He was speaking to Peter, but he was addressing Satan. Can you imagine? It is not any. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, uh, advice not the uh, Good advice. Now, does the advice align with eternal life? What is eternal life? It's that spirit life of God. It is that life that is different from the earthly life. Hey, why do we have peace? Now, if, for example, if you are the, let me put this way. Imagine you are the, the, the Bank of Ghana. You are the Bank of Ghana. If you lack money, will you cry? Have you ever seen the Bank of Ghana crying? Yeah, maybe they don't have, but because, see, they can't even go and print money and come. I get what I'm saying. Imagine Bank of Ghana and say, yeah, this girl, you, you are now bankrupt. Then the whole country is bankrupt. If the Bank of Ghana or the, the central bank can be bankrupt, then the entire country is bankrupt. Are you here with me? What I'm trying to tell you is that the reason we have peace is that no matter what comes around us, we possess the solution. You didn't hear what I just This is the life we have. So, so, so you, you realize that... Uh, you woke up in the money, there's no money on your mobile wallet, there's no money in your bank account. Now, uh, what do you now do? What do you now do? In the name of Jesus. Today. Maybe you need 1,000. In the name of Jesus. I command 1,000. You see? Let me tell you something. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Lord just brought something very quick. Do you know why he asked Ezekiel if those dry bones can leave? It wasn't coincidence. God was trying to prove. That indeed men can speak for dry bones to live. But Ezekiel didn't know. He didn't know. A prophet of God, he didn't know. If Ezekiel had said, yes, these dry bones can live, I tell you, Ezekiel would have been given the opportunity to speak to the dry bones. But he said, God, I don't know, only you know. So he didn't even know what he had. Can you imagine? Look at Jesus. He said, our friend Lazarus is asleep. Let's go and wake him up. He didn't even say he was dead. He was speaking. He was speaking eternal life language. In the Bible, when someone dies, a believer dies, you don't say the person has died. You say the person is sleeping in death. Can you imagine? That's how we speak. We don't say the person has died. Now, when he realized that the disciples didn't understand the language, he said, listen, Lazarus is dead. Let's go. Say, for your sake, it's good I wasn't dead. Let's go with that. He's dead. How? When he got there, Martha said, Lord, if you were here, my brother wouldn't have died. In other words, if he was there, he, he would have prevented the death. But eternal life asks the question, does it really matter? Does it really matter? Whether prevention or curing, that is eternal life. Eternal life can prevent. It can also be the solution. So it doesn't really matter whether I was here or I wasn't here. He said, I am carrying eternal life. I am eternal life. That's what he said. He said. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. What are you talking about? Jesus knew what he had. He knew who he was. That is why he can look. When they told him John the Baptist was killed. Ah, he didn't say, my, my cousin is dead. I have a big funeral. No. When he got down from the place of prayer, do you know what happened? The Bible said, the 
the multitude had gathered the sick, the lame, they have come with their problems. He didn't say, Charlie, today I have an off day. My cousin is dead. John the Baptist has been killed. Please, let's postpone the meeting. No, the Bible said, He healed them all. Please, put your hand on your chest. All of you. I say, mention your name. I say, I can heal the sick. Peter Sample, I can heal the sick. Say it well. Say it with conviction. Peter Sample, I can heal the sick. In the name of Jesus. He healed them all. He cast out demons. I need to be an apostle before I can heal the sick. Uh uh-uh. uh. And that is why I tell you, some churches, they will not empower you like this. But the, the pastor wants to remain the only one that can heal the sick, so that you always come and give up. But the point is this, no. That is not the goal of God. Jeremiah, the Bible says that the day will come, nobody will say to his neighbor, show me who God is. No, no, no. He said, from the least to the greatest, everybody will be taught by God directly. A time will come, I will not be standing before you teaching you. I'm telling you, I'm not afraid to say it. A time will come that you will not need me teaching you. Holy Spirit will teach you directly. A time will come for that. Well, a time will come, you don't need me. Oh yes, a time will come. I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not afraid to say it. In fact, I'll, I'll, be, there. I'll be your cheerleader that day when I see you healing the sick. Yeah. I'll be the cheerleader. I'll be the cheerleader. I, you, think, you think being a pastor is a good thing? You, 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 well, as soon as you become the senior pastor, you don't have problems again. Everybody will bring you their problems. So their problems will be your problem. So you don't have problems again. That's the work of the senior pastor. Yeah. <laughs> so the day should come that you carry your own challenges and deal with them because you have understanding of eternal life. And don't bring your challenges to me. Because I'm also casting out some demons around me. <laughs> Praise the Lord. The days will come that you see some sick in your household and you say the name of Jesus is you. You see, you, talk, you must get to that point and say, this is who I am. It is normal for me to prosper. What do you need? What do you need? Ask your neighbor what do you need. And tell your neighbor whatever you need is right there inside of you. That is the life you have. Second Corinthians chapter 5. My, my device is broken, so let, let's go around. Second Corinthians chapter number 5. You say, um, from 16. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him that's no longer. So, what, what is Paul saying here? He said, don't, don't try and look at someone based on the flesh. It makes no point. In other words, our yastic now is to look at people from the point of the spirit. How spiritual you are. It's how I should know you. In other words, I should not try and regard you based on how many cars you have. No, no. How, no, no. I should regard you now from the point of the spirit. How spiritual you are. Praise the Lord. How spiritual you are. Let's read on. Therefore, you see how he, he connected the two. Verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new Christian. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are becoming. In other words, if we don't regard Christ according to the flesh again, and we see him according to the spirit now, that means that our new creation is spiritual. It's not carnal anymore. So now you and I, we are spiritual people. You must hear, see, maybe you're hearing voices that you're going to die. Ah, some time ago, then the devil will come and stand on my ears and say, you're going to die, then I have to cast him out. I think I've not heard those voices before. The devil come and say, oh, you know, one day I was driving and it, I just heard the same voice. You're going to have an accident. I said, not in this car. I said, not in this car. 
You don't know who you are dealing with. So the devil come and try and tempt you, push you. No, no, no. I know, I know what I am in Christ. I know what I possess. That makes me have authority in the realm of the spirit. I know how to cast demons out. How can you be born again two years, three years, and you, every day when you go to church, demons are cast out of you? Are you okay? Every day they are casting out demons from you. Every day, every day, when the man of God started, then you fall down, then you run in and screaming and shouting, eh, major, major, wait, daddy, I mean, come on, you are a child of God for goodness sake. Every day, you are screaming. When are you going to command demons to go? When are you going to command demons to leave you alone? Are you here with me, somebody? They are carry power. I am a new creation. I hear only the voice of God. Any strange voice away from me. <laughs> so when you look at your bank account, don't let your bank account talk to you. Talk to your bank account. I didn't hear what I just said. I'm te- I said, leave church this morning with that mentality. Begin to practice it from today. Anything that is not working according to how you want it to work, let it work according to how you want it to work. Romans 4. Romans chapter number 4. Praise the Lord. I read from verse number 16. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations, in the presence of him whom he believed, God, who gives life to the dead, and all those things we do not exist, as though they exist. Prophet, you are a billionaire, what is it? You call those things that don't exist as though they exist. You are not deceiving yourself when it is. I told you, when I was in university, even when I was not in level 10, and I said I would come out with first class. I started saying it, my friends knew it. I always said it. So, some of my friends said, oh, so me, me. I don't like first. So me, I just like maybe third, something that will make me go and do my master's. I said, okay, so, so, yeah, I want the first. I said it. And I got what I said. I, I got what I said. Mark 11. Hold on to the thought of Romans chapter 4. Let's go to Mark chapter 11. Verse 22. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith from God. For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believe, believe that those things he says will be done, he will do what? He will have whatever he says. You have whatever he says. So what are you saying? Ask your neighbor, what are you saying right now? So what, is, what you are saying, that's what you're going to have. So imagine a number of people who are suffering today because of what they have said. The whole world will hear me teach The whole world will. From China, from Australia, from America, South America, Africa. People will hear me teach eternal life and the revelation will hit them. Boom! Now, tell me, I'm somebody, I don't force myself to do certain things. No, 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 no. no. And I, I mean, I'm one person, I don't get intimidated by people. Rather, I, I get excited by the success of others. That's me. That's, my, that's who I am. There are some people, they get intimidated when people are successful. Hey, what? God, when are you also going to give me a mega church? Oh, no, 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 no. I already have it. The fact that you have not seen that in me, I don't have it. I have it. <laughs> Look at Jesus. 
5,000 people left him. He was not even bothered. So the time I asked the top, do you also want to go? Now, 5,000 have left. You, the top, do you also want to go? I don't mind if you go. If you go, uh, he said, if you refuse to worship me, me, I will command these stones. These stones, I'll let them do it for you. So don't worry. If you don't want to do it, don't worry yourself. This is the quality of life that we have in Christ. Who can look at you and say, ah, you, I will not give you the employment. I will not employ you. And then you say, ah, you will not employ me. Oh, it's at your own loss. <laughs> ah, you say, sir, if you give me the job, it will benefit you. If you don't give me the job, you will lose. This company will shut up. Uh, it will go bankrupt. Please, thank you for not employing me. You don't know what you have. So you are not saying anything. You, you say the things people are telling you to say. If you say it, it's doubt. You don't, what is doubt? Double-mindedness. You said it today. You didn't see it tomorrow. <laughs> Would this thing work? Hey, but yesterday, I tried to pass out the demon. The demon didn't go. I remember a man of God who was sharing his story. <laughs> I laughed and I laughed and I laughed. He said one day, he was there, and they called him that one of his church members have died. And they have just rushed head to the mortuary. So what did he do? He told the boy, he said, don't let them put her in the fridge. Wait till I get there. But he got there. <laughs> I love when I heard the song. He got there. He said that is praying. Spoke to the dead body. Mentioned the woman's name. Rise up. Rise up. The woman was so dead. Rise up. The woman didn't mind. And he said, I, I turned to my pastor and I said, some things only God can do. I have done my part. Let's go. Put the, you cannot put her in the fridge. I said, no way, no way, no way. This is not the mentality of God. This is not the mentality of God. I told you the last time. They sent for Peter when Tabitha was dead. Doctors. They said, go and call. Go and call. Peter is at Lystra. Go to the neck. Go and bring him. You come and wake her up from the dead. He said, today, in the church, in this world, this church, I pray. We don't talk about this science and wonders again. Because people have diluted the power of God with all sorts of arguments, debates. Can you imagine that we are in 2022 and some people are still asking, do miracles still exist? Signs and wonders. I, I, was, I was even going back and forth with some people on Twitter this last week. They said, signs and wonders don't exist again. It ended with the apostles. Hey! Signs and wonders ended. They said speaking in tongues ended with the, in Acts chapter 2. Uh, 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 you have no idea what people believe. And that's why we have the kind of church we have today. Church without power. Church full of. What did, what did Paul say in the book of Corinthians chapter number 1 5? He said, For the kingdom of God is not in words. Like, as in, words that don't mean, as in, the, the, the Greek word means babbling. It's like talking, like empty talking. But it's in the demonstration of power. Demonstration of power. You cannot say I'm born again, I'm a child of God. And there's no power to show. You don't have any power to show. You have nothing to show that you are born again. You are the one who is, who is spreading the fear, uh, the fear. Hey, they say Corona has come, it is killing. Wash your hands. Wear face masks. Uh, uh. You are the one who have, you have more uh, uh, military grade protection. Protect, military, military grade. The one that when they throw a bomb, it cannot penetrate. That's how you have protected yourself. Yet you went to test positive. What are you talking about? There's no power. The life that we have in Christ. Is it about talking? That's why I told you earlier on that many people are, are, are Christians based on assumptions. And not reality. Reality, they have not yet encountered the reality because they are assuming that they are Christians, but there's nothing to say. See the You must show that you are born again by not sleeping in church. Amen. You must prove it. 
carry the power of God. Jesus said, don't go anywhere. Don't go and preach about me anywhere until you have received power. In other words, don't, don't go and tell people Jesus loves you when you don't have any power to say. Because you know what? Don't make that mistake that you can convince people about Jesus without any power. That is why people go around to go and preach it. They go evangelism. Oh, repent. Hell is real. Heaven is real. Those messages don't move people again. They, they don't move. They have heard uh, Jesus is coming tomorrow. But when you go to them, and if they are sick, and say the name of Jesus is healed, and they fall under the power, and they rise up, and they go and check at the hospital, and that disease is no more, you don't have to call them the second time. They will call you a hundred times. Because they know that you have proven to them that this Jesus is real. May Jesus be real in your life. Jesus be real in your life. Jesus. I know what I'm talking about. All this stuff. Oh, that Jesus loves you. Let's go to church. Let's, they, they, those things don't move people again. In, in fact, if, look, if they needed the power of God back then, how much more now? Even now, there we need another grade of the power of God. Hey, in this internet world, you need something special. From today, everyone you go and approach and speak the God, the power of God will reveal itself. Father, let this be upon every single one of us here this morning. That anywhere we go to preach your gospel, your power shall manifest. Your message shall be accompanied with signs and wonders. It shall not be an empty word, but a word backed by power, a word backed by authority, a word backed by your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, anywhere we preach eternal life, let it be backed by the manifestation of signs and wonders. Let it be backed by the manifestation of your power and glory. Let it be backed by the manifestation of your grace, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I don't want to go anywhere talking about Jesus without nothing happening. I don't have time for that. When we go out, let the sick be healed. Let the dead be raised. Let the blind see. Let the deaf hear. Father, let the poor become rich. Let everything that has bread praise your name when we go because there shall be a manifestation of power. This is eternal life. Acts chapter number one, verse one. Luke said, this is all that Jesus began to do and to teach all your glory. It's not about talking, making empty words. That words back with power. Are you here with me, somebody? No, no, you see, please leave church this morning with a mentality of I know who I am. I'm not ordinary again. You know. See, when you enter Kantaman to tomorrow, enter with the presence of the Holy Spirit. As long as you enter the Obi Kodje Dro eh or Bano Tonya or Bragi, you know it. We can carry the Holy Spirit. What I carry is the Holy Spirit. I carry eternal life. No, no, no idol made of man and occupied by demons is more powerful than you. I repeat it. No idols made of man occupied by demons more powerful than you. Eh, opamunko antwa, amunko enogogo, amunko atia, amunko bebiya. No demon is more powerful than you. Are you here with me, somebody? I carry power. I carry the glory of God, and I shall dispense His glory everywhere I find myself. The sick shall be healed in the name of Jesus. The dead shall be raised in the name of Jesus. I shall prosper people everywhere I go. I myself shall manifest prosperity because I carry eternal life and I'm born again. I have the life of my Father God in the mighty name of Jesus. This is how you should think. You shall not die. We have been telling you. Me and Sammy, I will not die. Instead of me meeting God through death, I will, I will meet him through rapture. I've been telling you, and I'll keep on telling you, I am convinced that even when death wants to come to me, he'll be scared of me. I know what I'm saying. Did you ever find in the Bible that death is not a respecter of persons? 
Have you read that scripture before? It's in the Bible. And the Bible says God is not a respecter of person. In other words, death knows where to go and where not to go. When the Israelites placed the blood at the top doorpost and the spirit, the angel of death walked through the land, he knew where to go and where not to go. <laughs> you didn't hear what I just said? Death knew where to go and where not to go. When he saw the lamb, the blood of the lamb on the door, he said, ah, this place, this house, I can't enter. I'm going to the next one. So in other words, ah, Kankarado is here. In other words, the angel of death was looking out for those who have the blood on their doorpost. Because God said, when he sees the blood, he will walk over, he will pass over you. In other words, the angel of death that is going to and fro in this world, he is seeking whom he may devour. In other words, when he comes to you, he wants to be sure if he can kill you or he cannot kill you. If he cannot kill you, he will pass over you. Are you here with me, somebody? That is why I'm telling that you will not die. The angel of death that has been sent around the world, when he comes to our house, when he comes to us, he sees me, he will pass over me because I am marked and I'm sealed by the Holy Spirit and the blood covers me in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And that is why I say that me, I will not die. And I, I mean it. And I'll say it. And, if, and I'm, I, I don't doubt it one bit. I'm convinced that we are. Uh, if Enoch can be raptured, Elijah can be raptured, Jesus can ascend to heaven after he came back from the dead. Why can't you do the same? And he said, Oh, it. Yes, I know that Paul said there's benefits in death. Yes, I know. Yes, you can go to God through death. There's no problem. When you die, you can still go to God. But I'm making my decision. So allow me to talk my faith. Now, if you want to die and go and see God, I don't have any problem. You will not go to hell. You will still see him. No problem. But, you see, the point is this. Even when you die and your body rots, get rotten, right? And it becomes, it gets only your bones. On the day of judgment, you will still get out from the grave. Your body, your flesh, your glorified body, you will get it. And you will be judged with a body. Of, you, you see, it's not your spiritual that will be judged, though. Please forget Everybody will meet God with flesh on. Whether glorified or whatever, you meet God in the body. You don't meet God in a, as a spirit. Why? Because even God now has a body. Or oh, you don't know what the Bible says in the book of Colossians. That it pleased God that the fullness of the deity now resides in Christ. Now Jesus is the body of God. I guess what I'm saying now. So Jesus now is the body of God. So we're going to see God in a body. You're not going to see him as a spirit. Even though it's a spirit being. Praise the Lord, somebody. Signs and wonders shall follow you from today. Please leave church this morning. Make up your mind that me, I'll prosper. Doesn't matter what it, it, it say. Right. When you leave here, say from today, I'm getting contracts. They are coming to me. They are coming from all of us. They are coming. They are coming. They are coming. Ah, you say, ah, how are they going to come? You say, they are coming. They are coming. Never doubt it. Never doubt it. Never doubt it. I always say, I always say that this church, we are going nowhere. We are rather growing. We are going nowhere. We are here to Jesus come. I get what I'm saying. We are here to Jesus come. And we are touching all the continents of the world to Jesus come. Some of you, sometimes is coming, you'll be missionaries to other countries of the world. That is what is going to happen. Are you here with me, somebody? This is the mentality of eternal life. I have that life. What do I do? That, don't prove it by quoting scriptures. Prove it by what you say. Prove it by how you are living. Produce spirituality. Don't produce kind of flesh and blood. If the people in this world are sexually immoral, no, it should not be us. If they are stealing, it should not be asked. I don't have to steal to prosper. I don't have to teach you to prosper. I don't have to defraud you to prosper. Come on, somebody. I have the life. Whether I like it or not, this life that I have is meant to prosper. Are, are you getting... Please, let your mind be fixed. 
Don't leave church this morning and thinking, hey, where, where is my help going to come from? Who is going to help me? No. I made up my mind last night. I said, Lord, this eternal life that I preach, as a message I've given me, I'm going to leave it even more from today. And that is my mindset. It should be your mindset. When the devil comes to you, say, I have eternal life. And that is why greater you see that is in me. And he that is in me. Thank you for being a part of today's message. This program was brought to you by the friends and partners of the Spirit Life people. For further information, kindly visit us at www.thespiritlifepeople.com or subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels or find us on all major social media platforms. Stay blessed and always remember that in Christ Jesus, we are free.